When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? So if you guys didn't know, Kanye West is out of Coachella. But if you guys didn't know that, I don't know where y'all been. The weekend was a replacement, but that's not really what you guys need to know. It was that the weekend was upset because he wasn't getting paid the $8 million that Kanye was promised for the performance. $8 million? Mm-hmm. $8 million. And he was threatening to back out. Because he's like, "Uh uh-uh, if I don't get the email, I don't know if I'm performing. So because he applied pressure, uh, the Coachella uh, organizer said, okay, you know what? We're going to give you the money. It took a while, but he got his eight mil. Wow. Damn. We need to apply pressure here. (laughs) I'm I'm shocked by this because here's the thing. When, When Coachella loses Kanye West you figure they're in a desperate situation. When they go to the weekend, you figure the weekend says, well, how much was Kanye getting paid? They're like, um, $8 million. They're like, okay, well, that's what it costs for me. I mean, I'm just shocked that mm-hmm. they even tried to lowball him. They were in a desperate spot. He's bailing them out. Yeah, they wanted to keep some of the money. That's what, you know, the, resor- the sources are saying. And in Spanish, we say las malas lenguas. That's what they were saying. Gaspers. Damn, mm-hmm. $8 million bucks. That's like Adam Schefter at ESPN. My goodness. I mean, I don't, I don't know all that, but yeah. That was a big report earlier this week. You okay. guys just all looked at me like I Why got three heads. Why are you looking at me? I mean, just you gave me no, a look. No, we talked like, about it. Yeah. Didn't we? Maybe I don't it was think we did. in Ireland last week. Where's Sedona? Well, I'm right here. Lingua means tongue. Both, uh, both Schefter and Woj got got a lot of money, so good for them. Yeah, good for them is right. Heck yeah. Why are we talking about Schefter and Woj's money? Because the weekend got eight million dollars from Coachella after Coachella mm-hmm. tried to lowball him, and that's what they were going to pay Kanye West. And I said, flippantly, that's Schefter money because you know Schefter got paid eight million a year, according to the report. Do we know that? I mean, or that was reported, or I mean, it was reported. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know man. I ain't worried about nobody else's money. You know what I'm saying when it comes to my colleagues. No, I'm, I'm, I'm worried more about the weekends. You money. love that talk, though. You do. Oh, you do. love of it. Of course I do. You and Stephen A. got paid. You wanted to talk about it for five hours. I get yeah. it. I get it's it. amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It is. Yeah. This is why yeah. you were smarter than me by choosing to go into play-by-play. Eventually, as I've said before, you are going to make Joe Buck money. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am the idiot that decided <laughs> that talk radio is more fun. Sedona, when you make yeah. Joe Buck money, will we still talk seven times a day? Maybe like two. Me? No, two like times. two. You won't forget me. I may have a well. I may have like a play-by-play version of Chris. Oh, so you'll replace me, is what you're saying? Right, right. There might be like a play-by-play Chris. No, here's what's going to happen. When yeah. George makes Joe Buck money, you're going to be organizing birthday parties for his children. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Yes, exactly. If you miss the bit, I'm that, organizing a birthday that, party that for will Keyshawn's be the child. Yes, yes, yes. For those that don't know, right, Keyshawn all of a sudden called Chris like he was his personal assistant to set up a, sh- uh, a, a party at a yard house in, like, at the arena. Or something. Ridiculous. Bro, Good here's Lord. a Ceno. Can you go to Party City for me? Yeah. Thank the, you. Yeah. The, the funniest part is is that 
his his kid is having this birthday party, and he and, already had a birthday party on the East Coast, right? But this the kid's is the West got Coast. bi-coastal ten-year-old birthday parties, right. and and when he goes to the the West Coast birthday party, it's like, hey, we're taking everybody to the Laker game, which sounded really cool like five oh, months ago. I know. When they were like just hey, a, we're, a month ago, that right. was fantastic. Even right. a month ago, that was still good, right? Because because yeah. a month ago, you're like, hey, this could be a really really big game this weekend because the Lakers are playing and they might be playing to play into the play-in. Play in to play into the play. Yes. Anyway, the point is, it sounded like a dope birthday party until the season ended and LeBron's not playing and AD's not playing. And Trevor Ariza was waived today. George, would you like to explain that to me, please? Yeah, he was waived for financial purposes and so they can offer Wenyan Gabriel. Uh, and that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Um, Wenyan Gabe, they want to give Wenyan Gabriel a real contract. That's basically what it is. Really? So they need the roster spot, and it saves them a little money. Just thought it was strange timing, that's all. It's like no, made but that's it, all it made, is. It's just yeah. an accounting thing and Didn't know. in some ways. And to get Wenyan Gabriel a real contract so someone else doesn't take him. Well, good for Wenyan Gabriel. Um, Trevor Ariza, thanks for the, the next round or the, the most recent round of your, your Laker career. Um, nice season, man. Good job. Okay. Nice contribution. Uh, so – I believe we have a uh, state of the Lakers here. I'm going to offer the Lakers uh, some free advice, okay? I'm going to do this. You ready? I'm totally ready. Here's the deal. If you can, if you can, because Anthony Davis talked about this today, right? Like the trade talk rumors are you know, not affecting him. It's the business. It is what it is. Oh, he's if cursing you can, a lot, though, by the way, which I really like now. Did you notice that? Anthony Davis? Yeah, in his quotes, he's calling himself a big mother effer, and uh, he's using the F word a lot. In his quotes, yeah, it's interesting. Very loose. So here's – I don't think you should trade AD, okay? Mm-hmm. But because I don't think – you don't – I would never trade an asset at its lowest value, okay? And mm-hmm. I'm not – I don't want to – like, I hate marginalizing players no, to being assets. Go ahead, but, man. We get it. But, yeah. But it's it, – like, I think Anthony Davis's trade value will never be lower than it is right now. Okay, he's trending never. downward. Yeah. So – and he's, but he's only 28 years old. Okay. So I think you, I would invest one more season in Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this is what I would tell Anthony Davis right now. Okay. I would say, Anthony, and Magic was right about this. You need to figure out an off-season regimen. Okay, you came into shape uh, into camp in bad shape two seasons ago. Uh, this season you bulked up too much. We need to find something that works for you. Here's another thing. So I'm not going to tell you which coach told me this, but I will tell you that a coach who is a surefire Hall of Famer, okay, that's how I will describe this coach, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. told me that we were talking about Joel Embiid, actually, at the time, okay? And I I asked him, I said, you know, how has Joel done such a good job of being able to stay healthy? Because, you know, Joel Embiid, obviously, for the beginning of his career, it was a sack full of injuries, right? It was a disaster. And he says, you know what he's really, what he's become really good at? His footwork. He doesn't hit the ground as much as he used to. Hey, because, hey, who said that all the time? Yeah, okay. It's me. He's a flopper. Uh, well, no, I don't think he's a flopper. I just think he doesn't have good footwork. It's, I, I, okay, this, let me get back to what the Hall of Fame coach oh, said, ahead, not what ahead. you said, okay? <laughs> um, so, jeez. I mean, so, anyway, so he's like, now, and I said, well, do you think that's the issue with Anthony Davis and this Surefire Hall of Famer said to me, probably. Like, I, I don't think his footwork is as good as Joel's. So, I th- I'm i thinking, like, now, I don't know if Akeem Olajuwon still does this stuff, but for many, many years, okay, 
a lot of NBA guys, big guys, uh, wing guys, like guys from all over would go to Kareem, uh, I'm Kareem, excuse me, Akeem. And now, look, it's not cheap. You're looking at a six-figure payday, right, to get Akeem to do this. And I don't know if he's still doing it. But he, I remember LeBron did it in the, in the 2011 offseason. He went to Akeem. He paid him six figures. And, look, we've talked about this. LeBron is cheap, okay? He's the guy that has Pandora, the, the commercial one, on his phone, okay, or used to when Pandora was a thing. So, but LeBron still realized I got to invest in my game, okay? And it's time for Anthony Davis to invest in his game. Okay. That's what I would say. Okay. I, listen, so, I, I would start with that. I would okay. start with that. All right. So th- then yeah. what I would do is trade Russell Westbrook. Easier said than done. But remember, I gave you a scenario that I think will work. The New York Knicks have to get rid of Julius Randle. Have to. Okay? Have to. The, the Knicks fans don't like him. He doesn't like them. He is disgusted with the, the, the franchise. I mean, the guy literally is going through the motions. Okay? Bring him back home to L.A., Granted, it's a long deal, but the deal is only at like $25, $26 million. I think it caps out at like $28. That's in in today's NBA, that's an easy deal to move down the road if it doesn't work out. Okay? And you got to think two steps ahead if you're the Lakers front office right now. So work on Anthony Davis with that. Get yourself Julius Randle and like Evan Fournier, uh, who's got a two-year deal with a, with a a team option after that. Um, so you you really only have to deal with, with Evan Fournier for two seasons, perhaps, or maybe even trade him again because he, he makes like $18 million or $19 million, something like that. So, again, these guys are assets that you can trade uh, Fournier and Randall down the road if it doesn't work out. But you bring in a, a bona fide shooter who's, you know, okay on defense, and you bring in Julius Randall who is a little reckless with the ball sometimes, but he's definitely a better player at this stage than Russell Westbrook. And if AD goes down again for some reason, you have some insurance with Julius Randle. So I, I think that's the moves that I would make. And then fi- you got to hit on draft picks, man. Like to, in this, and they don't have them. I would buy one if I can. I know that, you know, the Lakers historically um, have done really well in the second round. So go buy yourself a second round pick. Find yourself a kid that you can develop there, along with the Austin Reeves and the Wenyan Gabriels, and, and, and try to develop Taylor Horton Tucker, and do that. The Lakers have clearly developed, knew how to develop guys. A lot of those young guys that aren't here anymore, they may not be superstars, but they're really good functional NBA players. So you got to get back to some of that while then being smart and judicious with whatever salary cap or exemptions you have. That would be what I would do if I were running the Lakers. Very well said. How do you feel now? You feel good? You feel like you got all that off your chest? Because I'm telling uh, well, you right it, now. Well, I had to give you a little state of the I, Lakers. I understand. I think you did a nice job. But let me just tell you a couple of things. Number one, I'm rarely right. So when I am, I like to break my arm patting myself on the back. I've been telling you for two seasons, Anthony Davis's biggest problem is the guy is on the floor all the time. Now, your point about the Hall of Fame coach agreeing with me, you're right. You'll take his word for it, but not mine, but I feel very validated. That's number one. Number two, Anthony Davis was quoted as saying this today when asked about changing his offseason training. Here's a quote. To be honest, my training methods were top tier. I can't control stepping on someone's foot, and I can't control falling into my leg. It's not like I'm out of shape, and if I effing did some crazy S or it was something like that, I, I can't control this. So Anthony Davis is not saying, you know, you guys are right. 
my training in the offseason sucks. I need to completely revamp what I do. I need to call Tom Brady's guy. No. He's saying my offseason training is great. All these injuries are completely out of my control. So, George. Okay, honestly, well, I'm telling you that a, Hall of Fame, that a future Hall of Famer told yeah. me that his footwork is not very good. Okay. And that his footwork, if it were better, it would save him from injury because well, he wouldn't hit the ground as much. Well, that's, well I don't care. If so I'm telling you, if I were running Walton, the Lakers. I don't care who it is. This pay is, the guy. I would, I would, if I were running the Lakers, I would take that information that I just gave them for free and say, hey, what do, you know, ask their own Hall of Famers that they, get, they have, uh, you know, that they can reach out to and be like, hey, what do you think of this? Do you think that's true? And see what they say, Okay. And then go to Anthony Davis and be like, hey, man, look, we think that maybe working with Akeem or, or working with you, whatever. Kareem, don't have to go that far. Get Kareem to do it. Kareem had great footwork, too. Well, listen, something must change. He gets hurt all the time, partially because he's on the floor, partially because people run into him, whatever the, the, the case is. If you're going to keep him, you got to find a way for this guy to play 60 games during the regular season. And, oh, by the way, you need him healthy here and now. You know, you, you, you got to have him at the end of the season. So something must change. Or, honestly, I know what you're saying about trading an asset at its lowest point. I would seriously be taking phone calls right no. now about Anthony no. Davis. No, you're not going to get what – you're not going to get equal value. It's really, really – I think it's the dumbest thing you can do right now. Well, he also but you can get thing- off Russ. You can, you can get off Russell Westbrook, and you can take longer contracts. Um, and I think the Knicks are a prime – team because they got to get rid of Julius Randle so you don't they're not they can ask you for picks those 2027 2029 picks but you can play chicken with the Knicks and be like you really want to keep Julius Randle there after what went down this season go ahead do that I love these I love these quotes I can read them all day long here's Anthony Davis my job is to be on the basketball floor and play games when I'm healthy I'm a mother effer but I got to stay healthy he's right yeah but He's right, but he's got to stay healthy. That's yeah. it, yes. He says, unfortunately, it was two injuries I couldn't control this year, but I'll be back at it next year, and we'll see what happens. You tell him, AD. All right. All right. All right, we got to take a quick break. We're going to be back in three minutes and 15 seconds. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, Cap, as we do on Live Imaging Thursday for our final segment live from Black Gold Golf Course in Yorba Linda. When you hear the Hill Street Blues theme song. It's time for producer Lindsay at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter and Instagram. It's time for her to do a little Radio Tinder. But first, hit that Latin flavor for me, producer Laura. Radio Tinder is presented by our new sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. What was that beep? I was trying to do the ah. Tinder sound. My bad. Oh, okay. Let me do that again. Tequila Mandala. Take it away, producer Lindsay. All right, so Joel Embiid was recently profiled by The Athletic. And in this piece, his 76ers teammate Tobias Harris revealed some of Embiid's odd eating habits. One of the things that stuck out was when Harris said, quote, he likes his steak burnt, which is super disrespectful. We were at a very well-known steakhouse. He asks for the steak to be burnt, burnt. The chef came out and was like, he's not burning the steak. That's against his chef code. And Joel was disappointed, and he said, I don't want to eat here anymore. End quote. Do you find Embiid's take on steak blasphemous? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? (laughs) Do I find his take on steak blasphemous? Mm -hmm. I'm going to swipe left and say, no, I do not. Listen, some people love rare. I personally don't. Some people say medium rare. I'm a medium kind of guy. Now, I do know that a good steak should not be well done, which, like, my daughters all love it. Well done. They don't want any red. But, come on. People who, like, criticize, oh, how dare you eat a steak well done. I'm not one of those guys, so I am not offended by it. That's what I think of his steak take. Uh, I am. I think that's ridiculous, dude. Like, rare? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, rare, not rare either, but not well done. Like, to, it's charred. Like, that doesn't taste like anything but, you know, a rubber sole. Like, I, I don't know. Like it's I I mean I, I I just don't understand it. Like somewhere in the middle is fine. So I'll swipe I left. I don't care why people care about what other people like to eat, but I would be kind of upset if I was out to dinner with someone and they're like, "No, man, we gotta leave because they're not gonna cook the steak. They're not gonna burn the steak." I'd be well, like, who would on. you be more upset with? Would you be more upset with the guy who wants the burnt steak or the guy who won't cook the steak? Uh, I guess I guess you, I guess you're probably right. Like the customer in that case, the chef should cook. The food, the way that the customer wants it, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that part of it, but I think just ha- having the steak that way seems absurd. <laughs> to each their own, Sedano. To each their own. All right, so Tiger Woods made his return to Augusta for the 86th Masters Tournament, and today he finished 171 for the day, and he looked comfortable through 18 holes. But will he be able to do it again on day two? And then even after that, is there a slight chance he might contend or possibly win a six-screen jacket? So do you guys think that Tiger's still going to be in it Sunday sporting the red and black? Swipe left or swipe right? Sedano. Now, in it as in contention, like near the top of the leaderboard? Yeah, like is he still going to be in like the final group, one of the final groups on Sunday? Nah, I'm swiping left. I, I just think it's too much to ask. 
Uh, I hope I'm pleasantly surprised because it would be the most incredible story we've seen in golf maybe ever. But, yeah, I, I just don't think it's that realistic. I, on the other hand, am swiping right. Good job, Cap. Thank you, because realism doesn't mean anything to me. I'm dreaming big here. Okay, um, my dream is for Tiger Woods. Yes, he finished one under today. The leader is at five under. My dream is for Tiger Woods to be walking up the 18th fairway, very much in contention, and he needs to drop a big, long putt to win this green jacket 25 years after he won his first and 14 months after a near-fatal car crash. I'm not basing this in reality. I'm basing it in hope. Yes, I think Tiger Woods is going to be in contention on Sunday. To dream the impossible dream. And he That's dropped you an right amazing now. putt on number nine today. Was yeah, that the long was, one, the long yeah. curvy one? Yeah. I was going to say, I thought for sure when he dropped the, the F-bomb. That, uh, the, long, the long curvy Hold on, one. hold on. I would love for Kaplan to be on Masters coverage and be like, yeah, Tiger hit that long curvy one right there. The, uh, right here, <laughs> the patrons are enjoying this. He's come out of the bunker. And a long curvy putt for Tiger. I love golf commentary. It's so soothing and relaxing. Oh, it's easy to go to sleep to, for sure. It's amazing. Well, like that's when, why... you, when you came out here to Black Gold and yeah. did the Travis Ireland, whatever part that was, yeah. and you're like, and Chris Morales, for the putt, he hasn't contributed yet to the team today. And I look back at you like, dude, what the? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I can hear you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm right here, bro. <laughs> I know. That's like the other day. I was at this track meet, and my daughter wasn't even competing in the competition. And I'm standing there doing commentary. And the other parents kind of start standing around like, hey, he's doing play-by-play. Pretty good. I've never done track Not before. as good as Sedano. Sedano does play-by-play. Well, he's in the league. He is. And he's college football, league. too. That's right. Sedano. And NFL. If, if they had called you and asked you to do play-by-play for golf, would you do it? No, I don't know enough about golf. I would. In fact, I... Of course, I, you would. You think you could do anything. Like, you honestly think that we could plug you in anywhere and that you could pull it off. I kind of was looking at the ESPN coverage of the Masters, and I was thinking to myself, I never really had the ambition to be a golf announcer or to, you know, broadcast the Masters, but I kind of am putting it on my professional bucket list now. Like, I think I want to go do the Masters. You could Move probably it. do golf cap because they have so many different like broadcasters doing it because now they follow so many different groups. You know, they Jim have Nance. like they six Jim different Nance's teams booth. today. I'm gonna walk over to Nance's booth and go, "Hello, friend. Move over. <laughs> Me and Sir Nick here are about to get down." God, you're a dope. All right, what's next? Go ahead. All right, so last one here. Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. apparently is not going to miss his former teammate Freddie Freeman this season. Acuna said in an Instagram Live interview that he had no feelings for Freeman, the former longtime Braves first baseman turned Dodger. Acuna said that the two had a lot of clashes and alluded to Freeman as being part of the group of veteran players that tried to overly enforce clubhouse behavior when he was a rookie. So this is not a swipe left or swipe right. I'm going to do big deal or no deal on this one. What do you guys think, Sedano? Uh, I think it's a big deal um, in the sense of this is pervasive in Major League Baseball that a lot of Latino players just kind of deal with this stuff, particularly the young ones who have a language barrier, uh, who are young and can be intimidated into these things. And the Braves clubhouse, started by Brian McCann particularly, uh, was this very much play the game the right way thing, which was super annoying. Um, so I'm glad he said what he said, and apparently he's, like, taking it back a little bit. But it's like, bro, it's hard to take it back when we saw you actually say it on video. Don't be afraid. It's all good. You're a superstar. Let people know what the hell's going on. And it's it's crap. It happens to a lot of guys. Yeah, I saw it all. I, I saw your tweet, and I know you were pretty offended by it. But I just kept thinking to myself, 
Now, this is the weird culture of baseball where, you know, you're a veteran player and you think this is the way the game is supposed to be played and I have to police that. I mean, Cap, Cap, yeah. they literally, in the, he told in the story that he was I wearing eye black and guys grabbed a towel to yeah. wipe it off his yeah. face. Yeah. Like, you don't do that to another grown man. I don't care if he's 18 or 19 years old. You don't, yeah. That's a grown but, man. You don't but, do that. But what, the, but what Acuna said was, I'm a rookie, okay? I don't have a voice yet. And so I was intimidated into letting them do that. And it's not just him. It, it, it could be anybody. But when they're the young player and the old guys say, this is how we do it here, they intimidate dudes into doing it the way they want it, to, want it done. I mean, I'm just not saying, I just don't know that it's an Acuna deal or even a... No, no, it's not. I just said it's like a thing that's pervasive in Major League Baseball. Right. You know? uh, but not just to Latino players. I think it's to all young players. If oh, no, I think it's really specifically to Latino players. Yeah, it's, I, don't, it, I don't really know, man. It, Listen, like honestly, it's, 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 it's actually targeted mostly the Latino players because they don't play the game the right well, way. Well, that's right. They play with emotion. They bat flip. That's the way it's played. Where, where right. They come and from. by the way, it's not just that. It's also the African-American players have gotten some of that grief in the past, too, which is silly. Uh, again, like, just, dude, let people play how they want to play. It's their, it, it, let them be individuals again it's this nonsense about baseball that gets treated like this team sport bro you're up to bat four times by yourself there's just you in the pitcher basically like let's stop with this silly you do realize this is the way it is i mean this is the way it is in most pro sports but it doesn't have to be that way is my point i'm just saying that but but it is what it is today i never say what i never say it is what it is ever i never use that phrase ever 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 and it just sort of popped out of my mouth because it sort of made sense at the time yeah do you also know what pervasive is I mean, it's a word I'm somewhat familiar with. I mean, I've heard it. I don't know what it means necessarily, and I don't use it. <laughs> yeah, it means like it's spread over, like it spreads, basically. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Did you know, Chris? I did, yeah. You knew this? Yeah, I don't use the word a lot. I'm not trying to impress people like Sinano does, but, you know. You knew I, it. I knew it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that that's like some sort of SAT word, pervasive. I was pretty just curious word, if Captain. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. it's not used a lot in just normal flow. It's used in corporate speak. It's kind of like when you're a pro broadcaster <laughs> and you're just like walking around at all times oh, just being God. a pro broadcaster. You say things like pervasive. <laughs> yeah. Consummate pro. Oh, you know what? I, you know what we'll do on Monday? You um, asked me if I should have like a signature call on basketball, and I yeah. think I've got a few. What is it? Holy that crap? I want to work on. It's not holy crap? No, definitely not holy crap. Because yeah. I thought that was a great idea. I think, like, for a big shot, I've got yeah, one. All right, we got to go. Laura Stelis, we got to go. Slewin Michael are coming Lakers up next. Countdown to tip off is coming up. Don't yeah. forget. Hold on, real quick. Real quick. Clearman's Galley tomorrow. Dodgers opening day. We're going to be broadcasting live 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Travis and Sliwa, Mason and Ireland, and at 12.50 p.m., the People's Court with Judge Clinton Yates. Slee versus Ireland. Come on out. Press the flesh with us tomorrow. All right, see ya.